Hi, I'm Jane, and together with Jodes, we are two proud feminists passionate about female empowerment. This podcast is our take on the real conversations, real issues, and real challenges we must stay focused on if we're going to inspire the next generation of female leaders, managers, and entrepreneurs to pick up the baton and continue the journey to equality. But be warned, there will be rants and the odd profanity, but mainly just lots of curious conversations, uplifting stories, great guests, and food for thought on the path we still have to travel. It is clear that our young girls need us to harness our gumption and to use our voices now to make the changes we all know need to happen. It's time to be a pioneer, not a passenger. To paraphrase the famous words of a female game changer, Hollywood's iconic Bette Davis, fasten your seatbelts, it's going to be a bumpy ride. So welcome to series four, episode four of Jane and Jode's On One, Real Women, Real Conversations and Real Issues. And today we are still in our series for talking about female energy and how it matters. And so today we're going to do a bit of a deep dive. We've talked about some of these identities that uh, Superwoman becomes. And today we're going to do a deep dive into those. But first of all, I want to share with you um, something I saw in the Oprah magazine many years ago, and it really resonated with me and lots of women that I work with. And it's like it says that there are only four types of women. And this was a an article written by Elizabeth Day, you know, the woman that wrote Eat, Pray, Look. Oh, yeah. yeah. And she said there are only four types of women. The first type are women that... Um, are focused on work as opposed to home and are in conflict about it. Mm -hmm. The second group of women... I've been there. You've been there. I've yeah, been there, the second yeah. group of women uh, prioritise home um, at the cost of work and are in conflict about it. Not, not, not done that okay. one. The third one are women that attempt to prioritise both and are in conflict about it. Yeah, done that one. Yeah. And that's where that's where Superwoman sits. Yeah. And the fourth group of women, she referred to them as goddesses. Uh, and these are women that have found a way of kind of silencing their inner critic. Uh, they found peace um, in the way they, they operate. They operate on with their values front and centre. Um, you know, they have let go of this need to be perfect. Um, I would call those women divas. Yeah, yeah, I would call those sounds women good. Yeah, so these are women that know what they want, um, are really clear about you know the the kind of journey, um, and are not beating themselves up. They're not being perfect. So I would say that we all need to get on the D. Yeah, track. where do we sign up? Yeah, where do we absolutely. Sign <laughs> so we need to understand how we're playing this game a bit more. So I want to talk about like the the key the, what I would consider to be the key three. So this is. Superwoman as super wife, superwoman as super mum, and superwoman as super single. Because yeah. I get so many women, and I'm sure you do, talking to me about, you know, I'm a single, I'm a single. You know, I'm a successful woman. A super boss. I, I no. wasn't going to talk about we're leaving super if, boss if we've got today, time, if we've we got time, we, we might pick up super boss. Mum, wife, and single. Mum, wife, and single. Because, you know, I get have those conversations with so many single women. Anyway, so let's talk about 
superwife. So if we remember, recall that superwoman is the control freak. Yeah. Okay. She's doing everything. She's controlling everything. It's her way or the highway. Her standards are very high. And so she's kind of um, taken on this culture of having it all, actually meaning doing it all. So there's no team talk taking place. No. Um, there's no kind of division of labour. It's like, you don't do things to my standard anyway, so I might as well keep doing it. And all. it is the attitude, isn't it? Oh, Christ, if I want a job doing, I have to do, do it, it myself around yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So I always tell the story about the washing up, okay? Forgive me if some of you have heard me talk about this before, but it actually, it, it really defines what's going on, what's going on between husband and wife and it might be wife and wife as well so it really defines the relationship so let's say you both work yeah you've got kids so it's a busy household mm -hmm. and you come back in from work and you date you make the dinner yeah on the agreement that your partner washes up so you kind of switch it you either cook or clean yeah yeah, yeah. so you've cut the dinner sat down now's your day being we've had a lovely a lovely dinner and then you go off to watch a bit of tv or whatever and a year say to your husband partner are you sort in the kitchen out now and he goes yeah yeah of course i am babe of course i am so off he goes to sort the kitchen out and about 10 minutes later you go in for your inspection <laughs> and you're looking around you're going really he's not done that He's not cleaned that properly. Yeah. He didn't empty the bins. Not swept the floor. Yeah, he's put crystal glasses in the dishwasher. I have to take them out. In fact, he's not loaded the dishwasher right anyway. He's left food on the hob. So you kind of do your little checklist and your and your audit and you call him back in. You've got a minute, love. And he comes back into the kitchen thinking, I'm going to get some praise here. Yeah. You know, she's going to be off. Oh, thanks for doing that, love. And you're like, okay. So I thought I asked you to uh, to wash up. And at this point, he goes, well, I did. Yeah. And he looks completely bemused. Well, I've washed up. Oh, and you go, really? Really? Is that what you call washing up, is it? That's what washing up is. Can it? you see how easy this rolls off my tongue? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So what about this and what about that and why didn't you put that away and you've loaded the dishwasher wrong and how long have we been together and how many times have I told you that you don't put crystal in the dishwasher and you haven't swept the floor and the bin's overflowing flowing, and the compost bin's overflowing and they're all stainless steel fingerprints all up the stainless steel fridge. And at this point, what would he say? Well, I did my best and uh, well, if you don't like it, do it yourself. And what do you say? Fine, I will. Absolutely. <laughs> So that's did, a perfect... Did, did, did a score a perfect yeah, score did. I did. High five on that. I don't that. think I should have a high five for it, though, really. No, well, that is, that's super should wide. should be a low five. Yeah, that's super wide. <laughs> so now you're taking on everything. So I'm a what, fully qualified super wide. What would have been a different answer? From him? Would, no, from you. Oh, what would have been him. a different approach from you on that on that activity? What would have been a different approach? <laughs> I could just let, let it go, really, couldn't mm. I? If that's mm. one option. Mm. I could have had that conversation a little bit differently, mm -hmm. you know, because mm -hmm. I would be a bit, bit, a bit passive aggressive. I think mm -hmm. I would be. Yeah. If, Why have you? How yeah. have you? You've not. How gone? many times? Have How you had many times? Yeah. So I yeah. could be less passive aggressive okay. and okay. maybe just ask, you know, make a make a a positive request. Mm -hmm. of, so what might be another thing he might say to that? So you've just read out this whole list of all the things he didn't do. Yeah. What might another response be rather than, you know, do it yourself next time? What might be a, a another response he might say? Oh, God, mate, you've got me. Yeah, so you, you just asked me to wash up. And that's what I did. Yeah. I don't understand all these other things you bring. You didn't ask me to do that. 
And then you might go, well, do I have to ask all the time? Is it, you know, when I when I clean the kitchen, do you not notice that I do all these things? And he'll be like, no, no I don't. I don't like, notice. Them. No idea. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing is, it never goes well, this conversation, unless you've had the team talk, yeah. right? And it never goes well if you're controlling and in that male task, you know, competitive kind of mode, it's more of a... This happens in my house. Okay, this this is how that conversation goes in my house. I don't even have the conversation because Tony always washes up. Yeah. Okay, it's his thing, mm -hmm. uh, and I know that I have to go in that kitchen after him and spend five minutes getting that kitchen to my standard. Yeah, because it is my standard. Mm -hmm. It's not his. It's not his standard. So why and he's allowed to not have the standard? Absolutely, really, isn't he? it's my standard. So I know that he won't wipe things down. I know that he won't have lifted the washing up bowl and cleaned out the sink. I know he won't have got the kind of the super duper silver cloth out of the drawer for the fridge, for the fridge and the toaster and all that business. Mm -hmm. I know because he's just that's not where his head is. No. His head is, I'm going to wash up. I'm going to get the kitchen looking tidy. Yeah, brilliant. And he'll empty the bins. He'll always empty the bin. Yeah, I never empty the bin. No, I've got the bin in Tyler. The bin is definitely yeah. David's job. So I know that that everything we do is a team. So I know that Tony will never do that like me. He also knows that I will never sort the car out like him because yeah. I don't like mm. dealing with the car. He he does the garden. I don't. You know, and Holly, our niece used to live with us. He was the taxi driver. I wasn't. Yeah. So it's about understanding, isn't it? Who does what and an equal share of the labour. Yeah. And so long as we've got that going on, who cares? I would just thank Tony. I would go, thanks for doing Tony's that, doing dishes. You know, and he knows I'm going to go in and he knows I'm going to, he calls it titivate. <laughs> to go in the kitchen, it, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I am. I am. But that's that's me. That's I, that's my area, and I want it to look like that. Clue. I want it to yeah. look like that. Yeah. Yeah. Some. I think sometimes we convince ourselves, don't we, that our standard is the the standard, the, standard, the, yeah. the universal standard, yeah. and yeah. actually, it's not. It's there isn't not. one. No, there's not one. No. And then we push everybody else to that standard, and because they can't meet it or they don't want to meet it, super wife then takes on it all. Yeah. She goes right. Well, I'll do that. Well, I'll do that. Well, I'm going to do the shopping because you forget stuff. Yeah. No one else is going to do it unless yeah. I do it. Uh, so I've got to do it, and I've got to do it, and I've got to do it, and I've got to do it. Before you know it, you stress out your brains. You're managing the house like. A military operation yeah. within an emotional you know exhaustion every single day if you're doing that you're in super wife yeah totally okay? you're in super wife and then the other thing that goes along with super wife is super mum so super mum has a very similar behavior here but she she doesn't have those conversations with her kids she particularly when they hit teenagers yeah. so she's still tidying their room she's still doing their washing she's still picking up their odd socks um you know she's still getting them ready for school at 14 all right i've done you your lunch and i've sorted that out for you because well if i don't do it he'll go to school and he won't eat you know or if i don't do it the washing won't get done he won't have a uniform to wear you know so she has this mentality that everything is her responsibility yeah everything and the more you do that the more people will let you do that yeah i so, don't i've never fallen in the super mum trap if i'm honest mm. i've always been a bit of a ah well kind of mum yeah 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 <laughs> like you know. if you saw my youngest daughter's room you'd think we'd been burgled yeah. so you just that's how bad it is it. and it doesn't, doesn't smell that it. pleasant very often mm. but i'm like it's not my room no and there is an element of that being a teenager and them having to work through that isn't there yeah and you can't you know you 
we all did it to a degree. I didn't. I was always super tiny. Oh, Amber was. Yeah, super tiny. But you know, there's it's like a rites of passage that yeah. kind of a thing, isn't it? I mean, yeah. my brother's room was an absolute. I mean, honestly, his bed was broken. I mean, mum and dad refused to to fix it because he'd gone through like six beds because he oh, used to word. play a guitar on his bed and jump up and down jump on up it and, down and break it. And he said, "That's it. We're not buying you another one. You're breaking all the one. You sleep on it." So he was sleeping on a bed with books underneath. You know, he he um. He'd, he'd got these built-in wardrobes he never put anything away in. No. So he had a chair with stacked with clothes on. I've got, mom, I've got one of them, though, you know. Have you? A chair, what, it's my chair drobe. Chair drobe. I have yeah. a floor drobe and a, a chair, chair drobe. drobe. Yeah. So, and my mum would go in and put them all away. And, it, and after about two years, she went, not doing it anymore. I'm not doing it anymore. Because it's not Sad appreciated it. and you don't get it. So you want to live like it's nothing that. nothing in return, is there? You live like that. No. So it's very easy to become super mum. Yeah. The problem is with Supermom, she also doesn't set up those girls and boys for a life of independence. No. That's, and that's the issue, isn't it? Mm. Is that then all of a sudden they move into young adulthood Don't and, have to work and they're incompetent. Yeah. And also, from a from a, a, a son point of view, you're actually teaching the boy that it's the girl's job to do all yeah. this. So, you know, you're teaching that boy to get a wife. He'll do put the washing machine on. He'll do all, all these on. jobs, and, and she'll have a job, bedroom. so she'll be contributing to the income. But yeah. it's her job to do all yeah. that, isn't it? I think it's just worth saying at this point mm. that um, we've got some un unwelcome guests with us on the podcast we today. Have. So if you can hear him uh, tatting away in the background, you know what? It's real life. We're having a new roof. We're having a minute. new roof. Yeah, at the minute it's like well, you know. Minute. For the duration of the rest of the year, it's driving me nuts. So but, hey, yeah. we need a new roof, so that's the deal. We're living, we're living, we're living with, with it. it. We're rolling we're with it. We're living with yeah. it. So now we talked about super wife and super mum. Let's very quickly then fit in the super boss, because you can see the model of behaviour here, can't you? So if you super boss. You've got very high expectations, yeah. right? Your standards are very high. And instead of leading with your, with your values, you're leading with those standards. So you're saying to people, right, I want it done this way. I want it done in this time. I want it done using this product. Yeah. Uh, you know, you define the whole job. And so the person's just going, oh, right. So they've got no injection into yeah. that process. They've got no creativity. No. They've got no autonomy. So you are micromanaging people yeah. within an inch of their life. Yeah. And therefore, you don't keep good people. No. Because good people need some skin in the game. They need some, you know, opportunity to improve things. To go, you know what? I know you've been doing it like that, but... I think, like, if we did it like this, you know, so a, a, a woman that doesn't, or a man, for that matter, that's not managing in that way would be managing by results and values. Yeah. So it's like, you know, this is what we're looking to achieve, yeah. not yourself. Either. Get the outcome. Yeah. I'm interested in the outcome. And um, I'm interested in being better, bigger, stronger, more profitable, blah, blah, blah. Um, how we do that, obviously, we have to, we have to fit into some processes because we might be, our industry might be defining that for us, yeah. Um, but there still has to be some level of autonomy, independence but to be able um, to like, to be able to yeah, get on. innovate and absolutely. figure out a, absolutely. a better way to do things. Absolutely. So if you find yourself talking about, well, you can't get the staff anyway. Yeah. You know, nobody's as good as me, so I might as well do it. And this hits entrepreneurial women even stronger. Yeah. Because you know you are. To grow a business, you do have to let go of it. And yeah. that's quite, takes a lot of courage. And, and especially, you know, when it's been something that you've grown from mm. scratch. Yeah. 
yeah you're quite attached to it really you aren't are. you it's you not are. it's not somebody else's business no. that you've gone into and no. picked up a job no, no. and i mean i, I mean, mean even I, then, I, I think you're quite attached to that yeah well i mean you... i can talk with experience about that entrepreneur yeah you know because obviously i've grown several businesses and um i've i've gone i've when i've let go in certain ones of those businesses they've they've disappeared and that's because I've let go to the wrong person. Yeah. So, you know, you have to be careful. You're not just letting go. You're letting go of the right team behind you. Um, and, I mean, I'm in that position again now with yeah. Girls Out Loud. Yeah. You know, I can't be Girls Out Loud forever. forever. I know you might want me to be, <laughs> but it's not going to happen. And I'm 60 the, immor the immortal, immortal Jane, Jane. Yeah. yeah. And I'm 60 next year. So I have to start thinking about exit and handover mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. And it is tough. It is really tough. Yeah. So you it's know, easy to be kind of all of those super yeah, super women versions absolutely. all at the same time well, that that would be exhausting yeah but i think there'll be women totally who, who listen to this who are like oh tick tick yeah tick. Oh, yeah that's me yeah. that's me yeah oh no i do that as well yeah. and that and yeah. no wonder i'm yeah. on my knees yeah absolutely and it's also about recognizing your triggers yeah. isn't it we were talking about this before it's you know we all have this identity in us we all do because we're all working women yeah and you know the the culture is still that you will do it all yeah so that the society and this and the you know the the way our culture is sort of like defined it's like you can go out to work love of course you can i'd love you to go out to work yeah. but actually and you can think you're kids. dropping any of this yeah. because this is still your job as well and we're still there yeah we're still in that so when you talk to women um, about this you might get one in, in maybe 50 that says well that doesn't happen in my house because my husband does all of that and all mm. the other women are like oh but they'll say oh, oh isn't he good isn't he lovely good? how did you get oh how did you get him how yeah. did you find did him he... you know Very treasure yeah he's just one of a kind you know people say that to me about tony all the time he's not one of a kind he just kind of gets the deal we yeah. have the talk mm. very very early on in our relationship he knew i was a career woman he was at the end of his career he's 12 years older than me he was retiring so you know we have was, the, we knew where we were that, it, you know yeah we don't have kids together so i think that's a big issue that's yeah. a big thing that we don't have to put I into think the for mix. a lot of women all of this it just it's like a snowball the way it develops mm. For many of them you know life just gets carried away doesn't it mm. before you know it it's all there yeah, yeah. you don't yeah. always have this master plan no and everything very rarely does it happen according mm. to the plan if you have got one anyway yeah because you might not you might start work just to give yourself your brain get your brain working you might be like i'm just gonna and then you get into work and you right. go i'm gonna oh, love this really good at this I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm having more of this yeah my career came from nothing <laughs> it wasn't anything i ever set out to do it just mm. kind of like appeared yeah. and developed you're like yeah. oh I'm quite like oh, yeah. i'm pretty good at this yeah. quite like this yeah. fancy a bit more of this yeah. so then the conversation has to evolve doesn't it because it might not have been where you started yeah and then you might be going do you know what david yeah. tony i'm I like this yeah. and I want to do more of it but that means we've got to work out how we're going to bring our family up and how we're going to manage our house yeah luckily it was all before all of that yeah, so I, yeah. That I was my stall was set out that yeah. way but it did yeah it, it then did mean that when we added in the other bits whatever mm. yeah mm. and I think that so many of us are just trying to hold all those plates, trying mm. to juggle all those plates. Yeah. And, you know, I've, I've always said I'm, well, 
some people call me a nosy cow, but I'm very <laughs> curious. So if I'm sat waiting for somebody in a coffee shop, which I'm always doing, I always I'm listening to what's going on around me, and I do the same in the salon particularly the nail salon, yeah. you know, and because it's always these women rushing in to have their nails done and then rushing off somewhere else. I mean, there are also the ladies at lunch, but, you know, I'm not really listening to them. Yeah. I'm listening to the working women. And, you know, they they are, they've, they're in that, they're in it without even realising that they're in it. And they're talking about, oh, well, I've got to pack for the holidays. And... You don't even need to know the words they're saying, do no, you? No, it's just, and it's back to that energy, isn't it? That you can sense from the energy yeah. that they... They're hyper. Yeah. They're hyper, you know, and they're very task-driven. It's all task and compartmentalised. I've got to, get I've got to that do done. that. Tick, 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 and then tick. I'm doing that. And then I've got this, 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 and this. And then at the same time as this, I'm also doing my job. And my husband's useless. And, and you know what? He's probably not useless. No. He's just not. He's not valued. You haven't asked him. Um, You know, when he's done things, you haven't thanked him. You've probably criticised yeah. him, I think, washing up story. So he's gone, do it yourself next yeah. time. I'm not doing it for that. I abuse. can see, though, right, I can see how so many women will might listen to that and think, what? Like, thank him. Because, yeah. actually, I'm I'm guilty of that mm. still. Mm. I've done it this weekend, you know, Yeah. where David has done things, yeah. but they've not been enough. Okay. Or to you know yeah. to what I wanted yeah. them doing. Yeah, yeah. And actually, I have heard him quite a number of times recently say, "All you do is criticise me." Mm. Mm. Oops. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I guess I'm sitting there saying I'm not. You know, I'm not, not perfect. perfect. I'm sitting there not thinking, perfect. "Shit." Yeah. So, you know, and then you know that. what? This is not about because again, a lot of women will say, "Oh God, I've got to thank him. I've got to thank him," and he's not even yeah, done, it, done it right. Yeah, I don't want to. I'm like, he's not done it right. He's that done it right bit you've got no. to evaluate. It's that how done it right, and you've got to think about what does he do that you don't touch. You know, I think there'll be a loads of things that David does yeah. that he doesn't, he's not waiting for your thanks from. Well, and I'm sure, he just doesn't. And I'm sure there's plenty the of things that I do that yeah. really that really wind him up. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe he doesn't choose to say anything. Maybe he just thinks, oh, I'm just going to let that one go. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need to be having these conversations all the time, but we do need, do you remember when we talked about the three things that men need? Yeah. Okay. That was in my brain a minute ago, actually, yeah, when we were doing that. Three things that men need, which was to be acknowledged, yeah. to be appreciated, to be admired. Yeah. And if we're not doing any of those three, he's not getting his needs met. Yeah. And if he's not getting his needs met, he's an unhappy man. Mm. And if he's also got this going on on top of that, is a kind of man that you're stealing his energy. Jeez Louise. You're stealing his energy. So he, he feels like, what's the word, is it emasculated? Yeah. Because you, you're also playing his game. And it's like, well, where's my game then? What am I supposed to do? Because if you're you're taking my male energy, am I supposed to take your female? Yeah. Well, what if I don't want to? What mm. if that's not how the relationship should be? And in some relationships, that is exactly how it is, and yeah. it works. It works. If that's what you both want. If that's want. what you want. Yeah. But if you're a male in your male energy, and you start stepping into my energy, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, you knock me out of my place. Absolutely. So what do I do? I step back. I just go, you know what? Yeah, get on with it. I'm yeah. not, you know, and I become less than, and I don't sit where I should sit, and therefore then the relationship starts to. Uh, and I think this will be the this will be the funny thing that maybe lots of people don't realise, men and women, because actually it'd be really easy to listen to the beginning of this conversation and be like, oh, here we go. Here's these women having a flipping pop at yeah. men again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When actually, if you listen to the end of the conversation, 
this is a look in the mirror moment, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. not a, you know, we're not sitting here going, oh, women can't get into their own energy and, you know, we've got to do this, having it all, doing it all thing. It's, you know, it, it could be very victim mentality. And I see mm -hmm. and hear lots of women that sound quite. Yeah. Yeah, I know that sounds harsh. Yeah. I don't mean it in a no. But, nasty but way. what we're saying here, and throughout all of this yeah. series, is that we've been, in a way, pushed into yeah. this, haven't we? Because, because of the male-coded male, world, yeah, and because, yeah. you know, we've had, we've kind of asked to enter that world, but the but the men already in that world don't want to change it, no. and they don't want to change things at home. So it's not like they haven't said to us, do you know what? You'd be brilliant at this job. So actually, if you're going to work full time and I'm going to work full time, we need to work out a plan, don't we? Nobody has that conversation. It's no. like, go to work, Jodes, knock yourself out. Um, but the hidden agenda is don't think you're not doing everything else. And yeah. So, you know, we've we've taken all of that on. So we need to take a look in the mirror what we're doing. And then we also need to have those conversations with our other half. Yep, and work out a better plan for how we both get what we want. Yeah. I mean, I always remember reading Lean In, Sheryl Sandberg. Yeah. And the only thing I took out of that book was the fact that her and her husband were both really high-flying tech mm. um, execs at a very high level. And he worked for Monkey Chimp and she worked for Google. And they, oh, she worked for Facebook and she got headhunted to go and work at Google. And before she accepted the job, they both sat down and said, right, how are we going to make this work? Because that means you're traveling more. Um, so I tell you what, what we'll do is we'll do it in five-year chunks. So the next five years, I'll take my lion's share at yeah. home. Okay, I'll look after the kids, um, you know, because I'm going to be working at home two days a week. So I'm going to take the lion's share. You are going to go for this job. Go and accelerate the hell accelerate out of it. it. Five yeah. years. And then in five years, we'll switch. Yeah, and it's my and turn. And then it's my turn. Mm. Yeah, and I thought, what a great way of doing it, because you need that five years to focus, don't you? Yeah, and however long it is, is irrelevant, mm. isn't it? It's mm. the fact that we make an agreement yeah. Yeah. and we've our expectations are yeah. set. yeah. And it's not as making assumptions you, about each other. If you talk to any woman that's at the top of her game, seriously at the top of her game, she will have had this conversation. Yeah. I thought she'd be single. Yeah, and I think that's what happens in a lot of situations, yeah. isn't yeah. it? Is if she's got children, stay single or yeah. become single. Yeah, if she's got children, she's got a family, and she's got a husband or a partner, she will have had this conversation yeah. because she will not have been made, able to make it work without. And that's what we're saying here: don't fall into the traps. I've taken this superwoman, which is a woman in a male energy, trying to do it all, trying to be perfect every day, very high expectations of herself, therefore very low of everybody else. Um, you know, sitting in that male energy that's task orientated, that's competitive, and it's got competitive language to it. You can hear it when you mm. hear women speak. Um, if you sit in there, the likelihood is you're sitting in several of these as well. Yeah. And so it's about, you know, if you're happy doing that, then knock yourself out. Yeah. If you're listening to this going, oh, God, I'm, already I'm sitting there done, feeling in, done in, I'm done in, I'm exhausted, then you need to kind of step back, understand what that female looks like, maybe, you know, have some coaching around it or whatever, read, do some reading about it, and also be aware of your triggers. And we were talking about this before because we've both got some of this going on. Oh God, I, I, it flies back in for me yeah, week yeah. in, week yeah, out. Yeah. And for me, I, I have my biggest trigger is when I hit overwhelm. When I hit overwhelm, my superwoman arrives and I start 
control and everything mm. and he's like right i've got to i've now got to do that because nobody else is doing it the way i want it doing and i'll come in from a full-on day at a conference or in loads of meetings in loads of kind of like um sales orientated meetings and i'll come in and my kitchen will not be where i want it to be because bless tony he's done what he thinks he's he's necessary. done his washing up yeah but like and i'm like you can hear me ranting oh for god's sake you know and i'm like tony says i'm like i've got this dishcloth going at 90 miles an hour over all the <laughs> units and then I come in and I pick something up on my email. Well, we've already had that conversation. And then, I, you know, things that I would never see before, I would just take it as part of my normal. Yeah. I'm like, they're super magnified, super magnified. And I'm losing it left, right and centre. It might last about an hour. And then I go, I need to have a little bit of a talk to myself yeah. here. This is silly. Where, where am I going? And then I decide to take myself away from it. So I might go to the gym. I might go for a swim. I might have a bit of retail therapy. I might, like, you know, disappear. I did it on Saturday morning. I disappeared to Hanford Dean, big shopping centre, big M&S. Just had a big mooch. Just had a big mooch. Just got out of the way. Yeah. It's just something different because, you know, I was exhausted and I knew it was coming on. Um, so I know, I know, I recognise the triggers very quickly. Yeah. And then I step back. Yeah. And that's the key to be a diva or a goddess. We talked about in those four. It's about knowing yourself. Yeah. It's about self-awareness. It's about knowing your triggers. It's about knowing your values. It's about knowing who you are and how you operate. It's about looking in a mirror. Um, it's about being honest, being real, being authentic. And authenticity is not perfection. That is not the it's, thing. It's almost the opposite sometimes. It is it? It's, being, it's allowing all your flaws mm -hmm. to exist, mm -hmm. isn't it? Because mm -hmm. you are and, your flaws. And loving them. Yeah, you are your flaws. And, you know, the more you, you, the more you think you're perfect, the less perfect you yeah. probably are, to be honest. <laughs> it's the irony of the yeah. situation, yeah. isn't it? So what we're saying to you is that if you are... If you recognise some areas of this superwoman mentality that we've talked about, you know, for the past three episodes, and you recognise some of what Jackie talked about, yeah. some of what Nick from Seddon talked about. She, we've got her on next episode. Oh, is she on next? She's right, on next okay, episode. fab, fab. If you recognise some of what Nick says to you on the next episode, then you will definitely be kind of slipping in to some of these identities as well. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, just like... Read the book on Superwoman mm -hmm. that I wrote in 2015, it's, and it's still as relevant now as it was then. In fact, more so, we're coming up to like I eight know, years. I know it feels like even out of the pandemic, it's like put another rocket up its arse, mm -hmm. hasn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So read it. It's a dead easy read, yeah. dead quick read, and you'll be ticking off all the boxes, and then you'll be going right. Here's the solutions. Every chapter has a solution. Here's what you need to do yeah. to, to get rid of that. Yeah. Here's what you need to do to reposition that. Um, so that's but, the yeah, four women. If, if nothing else, team talk. Team talk. Even if one. you've had one before, maybe it's time for a new, new one. one. Yeah. yeah, and teach your son to have the team talk as yeah. well. You know, maybe it's a family talk if you've yeah. got kids. Yeah, because this is not just about how it's impacting us as current day women it's the next generation yeah of our daughters and our sons yeah, yeah. you know it's like what role model are we being yeah, for our daughters absolutely. to kind of say this is what it looks like to be a happy healthy yeah successful yeah. woman in whatever success yeah. is so but boys what, well boys yeah. are getting away with doing nothing aren't they and, and you know when we talked about um you know she won't listen to what you say but she'll 
watch what you do. Yeah. This is the key here. She'll mm. watch what you do. And lots of girls now are going, well, I'm not doing what my mum does. I'm not doing what my mum does. No, because mum looks like the mum looks bedraggled, like she's yeah. been to an edge backwards. I'm gonna marry a footballer. Yeah. I want somebody to do all of that. I want to marry somebody rich, so we, we don't have we to do all of that. just pay people to do all of yeah, that. Yeah, what a sad state of affairs. You don't want a career, you want to marry somebody rich. And it's now moved from being a footballer's wife to just somebody rich. Yeah. Could be a basketball player. Could be somebody in the NFL. I don't care as long as they're rich. Yeah. How sad. So let's kind of change the game a bit here. Mm -hmm. Let's change the game. Definitely. Um, so, uh, yeah, listening to Nick's episode next week, because that's really interesting. Um, and then, yeah, we'll be back to round up the series in episode six. So we'll see you then. Yeah, we'll see you then. Bye. You have been listening to Jane and Jodes on One. Until next time, remember, sisterhood matters. Together, we are bold, brave, fierce and unstoppable.